Ladies and gentlemen, descend at Pleasant Street Station, take in the view as you stroll down the promenade, and enjoy a pint at the Little Black Pug. Because it's time for Talk Tall to Me. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Talk Tell to Me. I am Nick McGill. And I am Omen Sade. We are feckless momes, and we are here to talk tull into your earballs. We are indeed. Join us as we stroll down the avenues, byways, and quiet streets of our hometown, Jethro Tull. We can't get lost. We can only find new ways to get home. Ooh. I just made that up. That's good. I should I should trademark that. That's like a, I want to I want that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Or like a a crappy car commercial or something that like pulls at the heartstrings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. So, before we dive in to our content, Nick, I believe we have a little bit of business to take care of. Got a little bit of business. Mary, if you don't mind. It's my day off today. Thank, I'm, I know, Mary. I'm sorry. I just, I wasn't you, expecting. You'll never hear the end of this. I know. We, we get special dispensation. I, I apologize. Ah. She's getting very mouthy lately. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I like it. So we have yet another review. Sir. Sensors have detected another star in the sky. Dear Lord, that's five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. A review, Nick. What platform is it on? We've got ourselves a review on iTunes. An iTunes review. It is five stars, as usual. Yeah. We have seven five-star reviews. Or no, we have seven five-star ratings. And five reviews that's 35 stars nick that's more stars than i ever hoped and dreamed of that is one star for every year of my life plus one. Oh my gosh you're right very soon yeah very soon it'll be every star or every year <laughs> so this is from user beowulf 99 oh my <laughs> yeah and uh, it the the review is called old dude here let's hear it it's interesting to hear these younger guys take on the music I was listening to when I was a college age feckless mo I thought I knew the entire Tull catalog backwards and forwards but these guys are really making me think I'm having to go back and listen to songs and albums I've heard a thousand times and find new meaning Ian was indeed a mad genius Thanks again for this amazing podcast. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Beowulf99. You old dude. You very old dude. If it is indeed the actual Beowulf. Yeah. Oh, it could be. It could be. Yeah. You know what's crazy about that review? What is that? Literally, the thing that he said is why we started the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because we felt like we had listened to these albums so many times and we wanted to shed new light on this material. Yeah, and sometimes 
sometimes you don't get the full gist of a song until you deconstruct it a little bit. Yeah. And why waste your time doing that when you can listen to Talk Tell to Me? Well, we are so happy that our podcast is your Grendel for you to tromp into the, the cave of podcasts and slay every week. Rip off that arm. <laughs> Rip it off. <laughs> we should do a, we should do one do one segment entirely in Old English just for Beowulf 99. Have you, have you ever heard Old English? Like spoken? Actually spoken? No. Oh, I had a callback reference to, I think, probably Teacher. The incomparable David Pecan read us a passage from Beowulf in the Old English. Oh it was my. amazing. So, yeah. so, oh, just so visceral. Such a cool sound. I've heard um, Shakespeare done in original dialect, and it's, uh, it's really, it's really crazy. Yeah, yeah, getting getting that that kind of glimpse of what it actually sounded like is right. So fascinating to to just see the the. It's not. I mean, there see the change because you don't really get yeah. to see the evolution. You don't get to see the steps. But what it right. there's something very primal about hearing what it was supposed to sound like. Well, thank you, uh, Beowulf. 99 <laughs> and grendel 87 <laughs> well it's funny that you mentioned that speaking of monsters who lived in caves nick we this is a very special moment for us we have received our very first piece of hate mail we have it's a bit there's there's a lot going on here because it's from someone from whom we have gotten praise before yeah so it's love hate mail yeah but yeah. it's still exciting. It's still exciting. We, we, we know we've made it. We know we've made it. All we need now is that cease and desist letter from Ian Anderson himself for us to frame and our lives as tall fans will be complete. Now, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <clears throat> uh, your hate mail, sir. <laughs> oh, that was good. I don't want to cut that. But I do have a sting. Insert sting now. Great. <laughs> Subject, your newness to JT is pissing me off. <laughs> Message, listen up, talk tall to me, dudes. I like you so much, but I wish to kick you in the cod piece. You're almost insulting the music with some of your garbage diatribe. Remember, what sets us apart is the deep beauty of the music and Ian's narcissism. Looking forward to the post-passion play crap you spew. Keep it grimy. Wow. I... Thank you. Thank you, sir. Omen, I need you to tell me how to feel about this. I, I genuinely... This is... This is the nicest hate mail that anyone could ever get. And it just gives me such a warm feeling inside. I, ever since we got it, I've been so conflicted. I, I, I vacillate between insulted and angry and hurt. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. The way that you read it makes me feel flattered. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's flattering, gen genuinely. And I think that what's happened is that, you know, 
you can't please everyone all the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and you can't even necessarily please anyone any of the time. <laughs> That's um, yeah. I think that I think that this listener, if I'm if I'm to uh, if I'm to interpret, there is something about our commentary, which our dear listener, who thank you for thank you so much for continuing to listen to us genuinely yeah thank you even though we piss you off which you know what else is what else are friends for that there's something about our commentary that that is uh that is rubbing this gentleman the wrong way and you know this is this is a journey nick this is a lot of episodes that we're doing and Mm -hmm. the music changes we ourselves will change the podcast will change and the music just as the music has changed and so I hope for all you listeners who, who are, you know, maybe finding a moment of the podcast, not your cup of tea. It's just like listening to Jethro Tull. Keep listening for a few decades and sooner or later that synthesizer will get out of there and be replaced by something that you do appreciate. Yeah. Also, how did you know we were wearing cod pieces? Any true Tull skull is wearing a codpiece at any given moment, I think. Mine's actually at the, at the cleaners at the moment. He's getting resequined. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. In, in all seriousness, though, thank you for listening, for continuing to listen. It's so easy to stop listening to a podcast and find 30 others. We do genuinely appreciate your continued listenership. And, yeah, the the perspective is going to change. I mean, I have a feeling I, the biggest thing that I tried to do when we first got this was I tried to pinpoint what episode inspired this. And if I'm to, if I'm to go on my CSI presumption, it has to do with the tail end of Aqualung, which means maybe you were religious out is my only guess that it was too much of the 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 religious talk that we did and that's done that's over with i mean that is really the only really heavily religious album so we'll, we'll be going on from that hopefully hopefully that solves the problem you know nick i i appreciate your dissecting this but i also think that that way lies madness and we will never know what what pissed our friend off that's until, true and unless he tells us, in and until then, I think it, we should just continue on the path that we have chosen. And that is a path of very slow, spiraling self-destruction. But we will continue to do it for the next few years, I believe. We'll see if we can speed it up. <laughs> just genuinely thank you to everyone listening who does enjoy the podcast and... And everyone listening who doesn't enjoy the podcast. And we are 100% open to constructive criticism. Yeah. Or yeah. destructive criticism. Or, or, or non-structive criticism. We just, it's so nice to know that we're not just screaming into the void. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've got our fair share of listeners now at this point. And on that note, Nick, what are we screaming into the void about <laughs> this week? We are going to scream about, we're going to scream tall about Up the Pool. Ooh, so Nick, this is one which I have literally never heard before. Oh, that's so exciting. That is, that is delightfully exciting to me. Shall we, for you for the umpteenth time and with my 
fresh and nubile virgin ears oh, take a listen so so supple those ears <laughs> yeah let's have a listen Okay, so first time hearing that, what are your first thoughts, Omen? Wow. Um, I I don't know what to say, Nick. I, I think I was, ex- I don't know what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but I was not expecting that. It's a very... It's on the outskirts of the sound that Tull has. It felt, it feels rough in comparison to some of the other stuff on this album and some of the other stuff in general. Like it doesn't have the polish of a lot of their other music. It feels like something that that Ian just wrote and was like, you know what, I want to record this, went into the studio and banged it out and that was sort of it. I don't know. I I mean, yes, I I agree with that. But I think there is a certain simplicity and naivete there that we're supposed to feel because it's talking about, which we'll get into when we get into the the depth of the song. But it's it's basically talking about going home to a simpler, easier life. Hmm. Yeah. Or looking back on a time from from a from from a remove. Sure. It definitely has a feeling of nostalgia to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just in the music, there's something. You know, there's a tradition in English and Scottish folk music and Irish folk music, certainly, of almost an ode to the place you've left. Yeah, sure. The 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 homeland. So fare thee well, my own true love. When I return. United we shall be. It's not the leaving of Liverpool that grieves me, but my darling, when I think of thee, you know, or that kind of like all those all those Scottish and Irish songs, Loch Lomond, you know, talking about talking about the place where you where you've left, and and thematically with those songs, there's always the sense, or there's often the sense that you're leaving a place to which you can never really return. If for no other reason than when you come back to it, you're not the same person. Exactly. And I think that that's, I feel like that's the sense I'm getting from this. And maybe I'm reading, you know, maybe I'm projecting onto it just because I know, you know, the history of of Tull, but, Mm -hmm. but it has that sense of it. It's like, it's like a, a nostalgic remembrance of a place that you can only see again through different eyes Mm. yeah you know i'm thinking about my own hometown that i was just going to ask you that yeah yeah i mean when when i go back to my hometown which happens occasionally you know when i when i look at the places where i used to go Mm -hmm. in high school let's say i see them sort of two ways simultaneously. One, I see them as, you know, uh, physically seeing them in this moment for, for what they are. And also I'm seeing them through the eyes of 
teenage me when I used to when I used to live there. What they were, or what my experience of them were. Sure. Because at the end of the day, a building is a building; it's a bunch of bricks. But right. You know, but your experience of it makes it special. And and so having that kind of simultaneous double view creates that that feeling of nostalgia or or separation or movement in, in your own life. And I that's the sense that I'm getting from this song. Hmm. That that in that time both you and the place have changed. You can look back on it nostalgically, but you there is a a darn good chance that you'll never have that sunshiny moment that you remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and let's be clear, this is about Blackpool. Pool going up the pool is going up to Blackpool. And I believe that's where they really kind of got their start, right? Yes, that's where I that's where they were playing as the Blades, mm-hmm. which is funny because at this point it's basically the Blades as Jethro Tull. Blades plus Martin? No, Martin was part of that. No, no, no. Blades plus Martin. Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, that's right. Martin was part of, oh gosh, I don't remember the name of his band. So yeah, there. so that, that in and of itself can exacerbate that feeling of I'm with all of these people with whom right, I used exactly. to hang out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So Nick, I feel like we're, we're sort of dancing around the the lyrics a bit why don't we sure why don't we just jump into them do you want to do some basic britishisms first before we get into it or or we'll go we'll go bit by bit yes let's leapfrog you hit me with one and i will define it to the best of my ability and then i will hit you with one there aren't that many that that i see mum is pretty simple it's just how they say chrysanthemum Mom. chrysanthemum ah, yes. obviously yeah all right your turn <laughs> so what's what's a what's a jam sarni sarni is sandwich so a jam sandwich jam sandwich yep it's just just how they say sandwich and and a jam sandwich was a traditional lunch of you know sort of a workman's lunchtime food yeah a lot like half pint of bitter and bread and jam bread and jam there it is yeah yeah okay Great. I can imagine when they were in their younger days. Yeah, it's just a, it's just it's like a bologna and cheese in the states, you know, or just a peanut butter and jelly for that matter. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I, I just have the image of like one of their mothers bringing them some sandwiches, you know, as they're getting ready to play the bingo hall. <laughs> oh, you mean the blades? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of food, candy floss. Candy floss is cotton candy. Great. And the last one that I saw, braces. Oh, that's an article of clothing. Um, yep. Is old it, old vests, is, braces dangling down. Well, vests doesn't mean vests. Vests means uh, tank tops. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. In okay. That context. Braces. Oh, braces are suspenders. Exactly. Yeah. So they're in their tank tops and their suspenders because they've taken off their button downs. Right. You're, they're in a state of semi-undress. Yeah. Because you're at the beach. Right. So, Nick, that brings us to Blackpool itself. Sure. What do you got about Blackpool? Well, I looked at a map. Okay. And Blackpool (laughs) is... And it's not in the United States. Um. 
I don't know where Could not it find is. it. <laughs> it's a seaside town. In uh-huh. the, in the, it's north of Liverpool. And if you do an image search, it's fascinating because it has this long beachfront mm. that looks like a freaking carnival. There's a there's a Ferris wheel. There's this incredibly impressive black steel tower that I don't really know what it's for. Which is referenced in the song. Yeah, I think it's called the the Blackpool Tower. Yeah. But there are just I mean the 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 seaside part of it is just packed with shops and little restaurants and cafes and and it's a it's a little resort. It's like where I can imagine you might go with your family from an hour or so away to have a weekend at the beach. Yeah, it's it's a boardwalk. It's in in the absolute most non-pejorative sense, it's like the Jersey Shore here. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Yeah. I've never been to the Jersey Shore. I haven't either, but I do know that like it is a destination. <laughs> totally. And it's a and probably similarly, perhaps, it's a distinctly working class Sure, right. vacation destination. Mm-hmm. It's not you know, it's not Euro Disney. It's not any Disney. Yeah, and it's and neither is it, you know, like the Lake Country or or the Hamptons. Or the Hamptons. It's it's like Or Martha's Vineyard even. Certainly not that at all. Yeah. 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 It's all right, let's p- pack the kids in the car and we're going to go bang out a, a holiday before we, I have to be back at the factory. Right. We'll we'll drive 2 hours and spend the weekend there and then drive back. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes perfect sense as to why a band could get their start there because if it's sure. if, if it's a if it's sort of involved geographically in the entertainment and relaxation industry i'm sure that it was a bit of a party town and thus you know you could play at a pub or busk even maybe yeah. i mean in, the 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 pub that i referenced in the intro it was just one that i looked up and mm. when I looked when I looked it up, it was like live music all the time. Sure. Enough yeah. enough space for dancing. They have some great acts. I'm like, wow, how interesting. I wonder if Blackpool is still functioning as a place for bands to get get their starts. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I hesitate to think so just because of the the the, the internet culture that we have now. Sure. And just the, the ability to communicate much more readily and easily and quickly. But in the sense of that being a focal point for musicians to go to and to to get an opportunity to play, like that's if that was so crucial a point for Tull, no wonder they're talking about it. Absolutely. You know, even in a even in a pretty removed and and far away nostalgic look. Like, in a sense, they they have Blackpool to thank for where they are right now. Well, certainly. It's a bit like the other odes, one for John Gee, mm. who gave them their, their one of their big first breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a certain there's a certain self-awareness in some Tull songs that is really that's really nice to see. Absolutely. And there's something very humble about it i mean yeah you know, i feel like there's so many rock stars whose perspective is like i was born from a lightning bolt on the cock of god like you know <laughs> you know this, this, this sort i'm of looking at you like, led zeppelin 
you know, of springing fully formed from the brain of 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 some of some entity yeah. with a guitar in your hand, and you know, like this is really refreshing. I, I that's what I'm coming to with this song. Have yeah. you know this this first listen is like, wow, this is a rock band having a lovely nostalgic song about their really like gritty beginnings lovely yeah there's there's a humanity and a mortality to it and a humidity and i mean it's on the coast it's on it's on the water it might be i love that he references rainy days yeah i can imagine what the weather there is yeah rainy days and the next line is icy waves so yeah well which was probably good for them because if people are off the beach they're Mm. in the pubs and listening to music yeah yeah I could go for a warm pint right now. Mm, I'm drinking a warm pint right now. <laughs> Anything else you want to you wanna bring up lyrically? No. No, I, I think it's, it's charming. It is. It is. It's nice. It's simple. And I, I, I don't... I've never thought about it in that... The way that you described it, that like kind of rough sense. It just feels... It just feels like a simpler diddy to me well and and sorry to to go back on what i just said but i you know looking at the lyrics i actually looked them up before i listened to it yeah and i was like oh each of these is a highly coded deep metaphor (laughs) and then and then i looked at pictures of blackpool and literally the song is just a, a photograph of the blackpool beach yeah it's ian anderson walking down the boardwalk and saying oh that there's and then a that, thing and then that, i will and then sing that, that. i yep. see that thing because <laughs> we have seen several songs at this point that are like oh what's he getting at here oh yeah my yeah, mom's jam sarnies definitely oh, about sex candy yeah. floss oh gross no. nope no literally just cotton candy yeah yep um, yeah, one thing, is, that, it's one nice. thing lyrically that I want to pull out is we're going up the pool from down the smoke below. Mm-hmm. The, the, literally the first two lines. That, yeah, those ones. Yeah. I, what do you reckon that the smoke below is a reference to smoggy, England, uh, smoggy London? That's exactly my thought, yeah, is that you're going out into fresh air, which... Yeah further down that big old chunk of a stanza it talks about the politicians there who've come to take the air the politicians there have come to take the air yeah exactly and i and I, and also in that area you know that is sort of more broadly that is the industrial part of england yeah so so it could even be more locally you know even if you're coming up from liverpool or manchester which were more industrial factory heavy places sure it could it could be uh, again you know a place for families to go and, and have some fresh air convalesce dig in the sand have a pint get freaky listen to some music and you know build the future of the greatest prog rock band in the history of the universe yeah and it and it ties in again with what you mentioned earlier is that it's a it's a working man's getaway because they're coming exactly. from that highly industrialized, yeah. Exactly. Is there anything that we want to talk about musically? The song itself is just a repetition of the two verses. The only difference is that that first verse goes beyond that they'll be meeting Mr. Universe. There's a whole other 
like second half to that section where the 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 second part of the song kind of cuts that first verse down a little bit okay but more importantly that that the second singing of the first verse there's a bit of a chorus in there and it's like it's a bunch of guys just kind of laughing and playing and singing there's there's yeah it's not a strict singing like it's not everybody singing the right note at the right time at the right. right tempo like it's just a chorus of goofballs singing essentially it feels like a sing song in a pub yeah it's really nice we're going up the moon from down the smoke below the tasty mom's jabs and the pussy are empty I wish it lasted longer, to be honest. It's only like the first two, two or three lines. Do you reckon it's just the bandmates? I I hope that it's just the bandmates. I think it is. I, think I do it think is. it is. I, I don't think that Ian would go so far as to peddle himself with these various, various voices, essentially. You know, right. unless he's going to harmonize. We, we He does that all the time. But yeah. this this feels like, okay, guys, let's all sing this one. Right. Just standing around one mic. Yeah. And again, refreshing, because that's something that we so rarely hear. Other voices, right. uh, you know, other than Ian Anderson. And a sense of the band as a whole, you know, yeah. vocally. It's really cool. Yeah. Other than that, musically, it's just, it's, it's some nice acoustic. It's some nice Ian acoustic, which we've mentioned a lot lately. And and it's just it's just the way that the the music part of the song is kind of on the back burner. It's you don't there's nothing melodically, it almost feels it feels similar to Life's a Long Song in a way. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like a similar chord structure, a similar kind of melody. Not that it's the same. Right, but I think I, I think you're right that it elicits the same kind of feeling of 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 a lightness, a flow. You don't necessarily recognize as as the song itself is evolving instrumentally. You don't recognize as as more instruments are coming in until kind of near the end, you're like, oh, oh, this there's more than what what we started with and it's actually really nice but not much more in this case no it's it's super simple you're right yeah yeah what a lovely thing i was expecting some like kind of hard rock whaley electric thing and this is such a delightful surprise much like an impromptu getaway to blackpool yeah get away to blackpool.co.uk to see what your vacation can be like I guess I'll put a link for blackpool.co.uk into the the notes. I would I would make sure it's a real link first. <laughs> you were supposed to do that. You mentioned it. No, I didn't. <laughs> if it's there, I'll put it in. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of a, a, a I've never thought about it before, but that's kind of a cool concept of play play someone who's never heard Jethro Tull before, two slow songs, and two fast songs, and then show them lyrics to another song and and have them guess whether it's going to be a heavy song or a soft song i i think that i just had a stroke while you were talking about that <laughs> that bizarre 
post-apocalyptic game show that you were just describing. I think that um that goes against the Geneva Convention, and I wouldn't <laughs> be goes, allowed to do it. That air that airs right after Number Wang. <laughs> That's like uh, waterboarding. It's a it's a it's a war crime. Can't do it. Not allowed. Visit blackpool.co.uk is a link, but it's just a link to other links. Oh, oh, one of those. Okay. I'm not going to bother putting it in. You can find it yourself if you want to see other links. <laughs> just go to Blackpool. Just go to Blackpool. <laughs> well, Nick. Yeah, I think that's. I think that that about wraps up up the pool for sure. It wraps up up the pool. It does. Oh, black pool. Oh, black pool. Nick, what workman's vacation do we have the pleasure of taking next week? Next week, we are going to see the doctor. Dr. Oh. Bogenbroom. Oh, we must be very sick indeed. We we might be at this point. With we've, <laughs> we've been overexposed to Tull. Well, on your trip up the pool, do me a favor and go on up to iTunes as well. There, mm. uh, there, you can give us a review and some five stars, just like Beowulf and Mike D. And those other people, Jesse Winter, I believe, gave us one as well. If you want to be... Hi, Jesse. It's been a while since we talked about you. If you want to be just like the first hero of the English language, give give Talk Tall to me a five-star review. There you go. The the Grendel of not having reviews can be slain by giving us five stars. (laughs) You might want to take an Epsom salt bath after that stretch, Nick. (laughs) I need to hydrate. <laughs> Until next week, I am Omen Said. And I am Nick McGill. We are Feckless Moans. And this is Talk Tall to Me. When are what? we going to get to the beach? Uh, it's about four hours away. Oh, we're, still, oh, we're there yet? No, we haven't even left London. I want candy floss. Ca- That's fine, you can have your candy floss. I'll look at the great big, big iron... I uh, want I'll, it now, Daddy. I'll have cockles and mussels. You oh, play with your buckets and spades. Give me your cockles and your mussels. <laughs> Go drink your tea. Eat a, eat a sounie. <laughs>